The Bane of Your Ears is a BreakroomBane.com production and is brought to you by Bane. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. I'm white trash. My split personalities might clash. If I get promised more with the cash than the right Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, what is up, people? It's your main man, Bane Man, coming to you live-ish from Breaker and Bane headquarters east. Sitting here, and it's getting a little toasty. About to become the heater, the hot box. Son of a bitch, it's warm in here. And I am a sleepy son of a bitch today. So I pulled out a monster. Just like we do every Sunday on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, I'm doing it today on the Bane of your ear. Sorry, I already cracked it. You, you know, you're, you're, you're missing out on that. But nonetheless, I got it because I am trying to wake my happy ass up to give you one hell of a podcast today. Today is part two with Had Enough. If you dug the first half last week, you're going to dig the second half just the same. And hell, frankly, I don't know if I want to waste any more time bullshitting. I think I want to kick back like you guys and just enjoy the show. So that's what I'm going to do. Here it is. Part two. Had enough. Let's get into it. Maybe I have to try to convince somebody. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's the same thing with metal and punk. Like, you know, um, there was the, I know like metalhead elitists like they don't like it when new metal bands are coming out and they're like this is not real fucking metal they're just power chords and and they're fucking singing you don't sing in metal which is bullshit because a lot of the up and coming metal bands in the early era was it was before they started doing screaming and growling right. it was all so but really it reminds you that there's not limitations on music yeah you know so um I mean everyone everyone has their opinion you know be it biased or unbiased but uh I think, uh, you know, I definitely think there's like a scene for the more experimental and alternative and even indie style of hip hop. And you look at Rhyme Sayers with Atmosphere and Mac Lethal, like um, even like Mac Lethal, like his stuff mm-hmm. is very like you couldn't compare him to anybody. He stands out. Yeah. Um, Brother Ali, um, Idea, rest in peace. And so them, they have like their own style. You hear one of them, you know, it's them. And um, they don't necessarily fit in with authentic hip hop. When you listen to them, you do feel a lot of soul yeah. and a lot of sus- a substance in it. So it all comes down to being true to yourself. I kind of feel like nowadays everyone's trying to fit in with the hip hop. So like 
they'll try to do mixtapes with like Jay Della beats and DJ Premier beats, and they'll try to say something substantial and and all that. And like, and I'm emphasizing try to. And so I think if everyone just stays true to themselves, and I did an interview with John from the Joint Effect where I asked him, you know, you guys started off playing, you know, like CD bars, like shitty CD bars, and, yeah. and playing for like two people. Like I, I remember playing shows with them, and and then we just had this like equal respect for each other, and we were two different genres. Yeah. And I just remember seeing that, and now I'm seeing them play big venues for like 300 capacity and half the place being packed. Them playing King's Ballroom. I can't remember what band they opened up for. Oh, it was a... Ah, fuck it. It was Texas Coalition or whatever they're called. I can't remember their name. They opened up for them. Great fit for them, too. And they played Kane's twice. And nice. I asked them, like, how do you... What's your advice to up-and-coming artists? Like, how do you get from having a fan base of three to... Well, you guys are nearly a fan base of 75 to 100 now. And he just said, stay true to yourself and just keep moving. Don't give up on your dreams. And he said it in a very, like, non-corny way. You know, right. these are very, like, generic, like, uh, like corny phrases. You know, you know, stay true to yourself. Uh, don't get, li- you know, don't give up on your dreams. The way he said it, just with his voice, was just like, it just gave you, like, motivation. Yeah. So I'm sitting over here in the same room with him. I was like, wow. Like, you know, it wasn't, like, a special way of saying it, but the way he said it was like, you know, there is no secret. It's just, he goes, it's a long, hard road. Yeah. Long, hard road, and it is. And I think that's what I don't really understand, why everybody wants to do music now, especially in the digital age, is because it's like, man, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And I'm like, no, you don't. The only reason I do it is this guy enjoy it. Right. But I, I'm not going to hang it over my head. That I have to make a living off. I gave that up a while back, and just like, I mean, I'll still market myself, and I'll still do what I can to sell that CD, get paid to that show. But if I don't, it's not. I'm. It's not. I'm not going to carry it on my shoulders. Yeah, because it is a long, fucking hard road, and you, you know, you're not. Get, your chances of you being that person who gets recognized on YouTube and everything just goes your way is just. Slim. It's very, it's a slim to none chance. Yeah. Like the chance that you're you're gonna have the opportunity that Justin Bieber had is <laughs> slim to none. Well, and, to and get it, recognized, you know, over because of a million views on YouTube. So right. if you can do that, like just do it. Like a lot of these YouTube people who have millions of views and they get a paycheck from YouTube and just like cool, you're getting paid to put stuff on YouTube. You don't necessarily have to leave your house or any plans. You probably can afford to tour if you want. So there's always that, but I mean, you know, it's not not everybody can achieve everything. Not everybody gets everything. So just appreciate what what you do have. Yeah. Well, and if you're doing uh, music for money and not for the fact that you love doing, you got to do it for what you got to do it for the passion first. Because you're doing it for yeah. money, you're gonna be real fucking miserable. Yeah. Well, and you're gonna be real fucking disappointed. Yeah. Um, I've been there. I remember the time where I was pushing. I never made any music I didn't want. Sure. But I remember I was put, I mean, I did a C release show. Yeah. And um, I'd got divorced right before. So I was destined to prove my ex wife wrong because she yeah. was just like, you never make money for music. Your dreams are stupid. No support. So when you got divorced, she's like, well, fuck her. I'm going to fucking do this for real. <laughs> I was, uh, I lost my job. So I was on unemployment. I was only on unemployment for a month. Yeah. So uh, if any old school conservatives are listening, I only lived off you for a month, <laughs> and I got a job. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but the cool part, I was working at Walmart. Walmart fired me on some bullshit. So fuck Walmart. Yeah, fuck Walmart. I hope all your stores close. 
As I long mean, as they're not going to be detention camps. Yeah, no for, detention camps <laughs> for for well, fucking Americans. Well, technically, I work for a corp. I work for um, a remodeling company that works for Walmart, so I can't oh. say. Keep the one that I'm working at because I still need a paycheck. Got it. We'll keep that. Yeah. Anyway, at the time, yeah, I got let go, so I got my unemployment. I beat Walmart because they try to they try to not pay the unemployment. And I said fuck them. They have no they have no proof that I wasn't doing anything. They're just tr- they're just trying to replace me with someone that can pay less. Yeah. And then I got I got a letter in the mail that says your um, benefits have been approved. I went to call them and said, "Fuck you guys, I win. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you in the ass. I win." But it's like I didn't. Uh, I think I went to I went to a local MMA tournament. Nice. At the Hard Rock Casino, and I ate at the uh, Toby Key steak. I ate a nice steak and a beer, and Walmart <laughs> paid for it. <laughs> Fuck you, Walmart. I win. Uh, that's Suck. awesome. Suck my dick. <laughs> steak and beer, and you paid for it. I think, yeah, I had, well, let's see. I only got like 120 because I only, and then the rest of it, I just, I just accumulated money and to save up so I get a job. So that's really all I did. I was staying with family at the time, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it was a great feeling just to know that I fucking got, I got what's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I actually think when it comes to the whole unemployment thing, I think you've been working a lot of years and you paid your taxes, you paid your dues. I think it was at some point, even before retirement, it should be okay for you to like, you know, get government assistance. I think you've worked. For and support the government and people a long time. So um, I think there's at some point some people kind of deserve to, like, you know, get some time off. But that's a whole nother conversation yeah. I'm not going to get into. Well, hell, It depends I mean, on the person. I mean, if there's people who lived on government assistance their whole life, that's an issue. But I think if you really, like, paid your dues as far as working and paying taxes, and if anything, like, the tax you live in should be the ones you paid in. Right. But I don't know this politics shit. I don't even know why I brought that up, so I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, you, well, you mentioned MMA. Don't you have yeah. an, is it is your uncle? Yep. Does, um, yeah, he um, is the main guy. What He's, the hell, Frank Apollo? Uh, Dale. Dale. Dale Apollo. Dale. Yeah, he's the main guy that does all the local MMA. He does boxing. He's done boxing for a while, and then when UFC kind of blew up, um, he he realized that's what people really wanted to see. So he started booking MMA. He would he would actually schedule. I know Kim Shamrock was the first one he scheduled. He did one at Brady Theater. Hell yeah! And um, that was the first. So he paid someone from the UFC to make appearance, not to fight, but to come in, talk. They're around. He would get their autograph. Uh, he had Tito Ortiz. Um, I don't know if I said that right. Uh, fuck, I'm Tordy Tiz, you know, uh, whatever his name is. Um, I, I got a story with that. Yeah. It was at the Spirit of Bank Event Center. And they had an after party. I think it was called the uh, Rooster something. It's like it's some sports bar. They like sell, they like serve pizza. <clears throat> and so you could go there. It was like him and his manager. And so you could kind of hang out with him or say hello. His manager was kind of there, though. Kind of make sure you're there for two minutes and you kind of go on your way. Right. So uh, he was there, and I remember I was with my family, or my wife's family at the time, and we wanted to order pizza, and they said, well, I'm sorry, kitchen's closed. I was like, all right. And we're just like, oh, let's get a couple beers. And then next thing you know, like all their like female bartenders kick the door open from the kitchen, and they have this extra large pepperoni pizza they personally delivered to, to Tito in front of everybody. Oh, shit. We all looked up like 
fuck him. We're fucking hungry. The guy probably has like four kilos of cocaine and four hookers waiting for him at his fucking hotel with a pepperoni pizza. Just going to shove that in our face right off like him and his fucking fake blonde hair and shit. Damn it. Because he's fucking a porn star. He gets everything he wants. But anyway, I guess I'll kind of I kind of backtracked, but kind of going back to trying to do music for money and not so much the passion. The, so I was focused on that, and uh, I didn't really sell a lot of CDs at the time, So, and I was trying to, like, trying to make it happen. I did, a, I did some minor touring with another artist from F- Fort Smith, uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Goes by Temptation, so shout out to Temptation. We did some stuff, and we got to get on the road for a little bit and then just play. I remember we played a show. And Little Rock, and the second we got there, there was a tornado, so nobody came. Oh, shit. I think, like, two or three people came, and, like, you know, uh, we, were t- we, were, we were with another touring act, and they had, um, what they did was it was an MC, and it was someone who was behind the, the uh, MPC, like yeah. a machine. And so one of them would rap, and the other one was basically playing the beats, but he was, it was like he was doing the sampling live. It was really fucking good. And they had CDs, they had vinyl, they had cassette tapes. Wow. And we were, I remember talking to them, and, and um, you know, no one really came to our merch table. It was in some, like, torn-up house. A bunch of hipsters lived there. Um, and so they just let people, like, put on shows there. So yeah. it, was just, it was just no one there, and I'm just sitting here like, is this it? If I'm, am I, am I gonna try to make money off of this, and it's not gonna happen. So I went and went and got a job, and I got back and, and just said, <coughs> and just went back to doing it for the passion, and I found myself to be a lot happier. Yeah. Well, and and, and now you know, um, you know, I haven't played shows in in about a year, so like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and so you know. Thankfully, you booked me on one uh, here coming yeah. up in the next week or so. Yeah, the uh, Dead Market reunion show. And last time we all played together was, tw- it was 2011. Yeah. At the, um, it was 2011. What was the venue we played at? I don't know why I can't think of it now. Was it the Eclipse? Yeah, it was the Eclipse. They're yeah. actually reopening that. Uh, not as the Eclipse, as the Nitro, which was what it used to be called. In fact, the Nitro uh, has a lot of history in Tulsa, in the Tulsa music scene. Uh, I can, my uncle, my other uncle who uh, used to play music, he played there many times. There's a lot of up-and-coming bands that played there, so they have a history. So I think they're going for a uh, retro kind of look. And Hell yeah. uh, a friend of mine is uh, actually bought the place, and then another friend of mine is actually going to be her financial backer. So nice. he's going to help put her money in. Put money in. And um, you know, uh, they're they're been talking about having you know them having me do some of the booking for certain genres. Yeah. So um hoping so because I mean I'd love it's to play a, it's a great again. room, great stage. Yeah. So I know they're just they're still working out they're still having a business transaction with the owner trying to get like the, the rent and, and uh how much they'll be paying per month for the rent and, and everything they need to invest in yeah. to get it going. So uh I think I think it's gonna be really good. So I'm I'm glad to see because it was a uh, I think first street entry they mostly did like rave shows, and yeah. then some it just randomly shut down. Yeah. So uh, I I was happy to see that place open, and then it went away. But yeah, <laughs> I was just like fuck. Then I found out they bought it out, so I was like, all right, cool, we're back. Hell it's just yeah. a great room. I hate to see that place go to waste. It's got so much history. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Dead Market reunion is actually uh, is Friday the twenty fourth. 
Well, this will um, air after we do it. Okay, um. so <laughs> for you guys that missed out, it was at Lot 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but, missed um, out on a damn good show, yeah. I can tell you right now. But, <laughs> but no, um, you know, uh, because I haven't played, you know, in so long, and, and I'm doing this one, like, it, I've had to get back to just doing it because I want to, not, not because, you know... Um, I, I feel like I have to, you know, I was yeah. really upset because I, I was playing for two years straight, not making a damn dime off of it. And I had all, I had invested merch and all this shit and I couldn't get anybody to care enough to, to, to spend it. And so yeah, I, now that I've stepped away, I realized like it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Like I have a job that supplies my financial needs. Let me do yeah. this for fucking fun. You know? Yeah. That's. That is a big thing. Like, you definitely have to do it for fun. Yeah. Otherwise. And if it becomes, like, if the money starts rolling in, then that's, I consider that a bonus because there's nothing better than getting paid to do what you enjoy doing. Yeah. Well, I, and I look at it as a hobby, you know? I mean, I love doing it, but it's yeah. it's a hobby. Yeah, know? exactly. But anyway, uh, back back to your, your point you were making with that. Oh, that point was made. Oh, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think we, we've definitely nailed that in the coffin. That yeah. Do it what you love. Yeah. And don't always don't always make it a money thing because you'll, I mean, I, I mean, really, like, and depending on your life, like, you'll learn to, like, appreciate having less yeah. than just constantly wanting more. And it's always a good thing to um, to always work for more. But, uh, you know, don't, don't feel like... Uh, Man, yeah, just don't don't live your life feeling like you're missing so much when you do have stuff to appreciate. I hear you, brother. Um, yeah. If you don't mind us wrapping it up today, right. I'd like to do the second part with you at a later date because I am fucking starving. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I could say the same, but I already have. You just had a damn food. sandwich. Yeah. And I saw it, and I was fucking hungry. Not to mention the wife texted me and told me she was getting hungry, and I need to get her food. So, if you don't mind plugging your stuff. All right. Um, YouTube.com backslash had enough 91. And there's SoundCloud.com backslash had enough. Those are the two places you can find me. Twitter is uh, had enough 65. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, search engine. Yeah. <laughs> Just type in had enough on search engine and then uh I also have a SoundCloud page for uh my podcast. Um it's also on Podcast Garden. Uh working on different websites and so uh we're just starting out, but we'll get up there. So those, yes. those are the places you can find me. Well hell yeah, man. Well hey, I appreciate you being on. And um right on. I, I definitely too. I, I feel like shit because it's only half an hour and everybody else I've interviewed so far has gotten a full hour. So I'm gonna get you back on for that second half hour. For sure. Sounds good. I just got to please the wife because at the, at the end of the day, I got to go back <laughs> home to her. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you being on the show, man. I'll you definitely bet. have you back on. All right. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. All right. All right. Hope you guys dug that interview with my main man, Had Enough. <laughs> As you can see, what I mentioned last week, the wifey had texted me. Earlier on in that day, that same day that I recorded Had Enough, I had recorded um, Alan Doyle, uh, the, the interview with Alan Doyle. And so uh, me and him, me and Alan did a full hour and a half because he, you know, we did the, the hour for uh, uh, 
the Boehner years, and then we did a half hour for Power Hour. I'm talking about wrestling and bullshit like that. And, and then I went over to Hadnuff's house, and we, would do, we did his podcast first. Uh, I did an episode of his podcast, Asshole with a Cause, which is another phenomenal music podcast. If you're digging my show, I think you would dig his as well. It's pretty damn cool. Uh, but we did an episode of his podcast first. And then I was like, hey, come on, let's do it. Let's do an hour with me. And so we got into it. And about 25 minutes into the show, I get a text from my wifey. And she says, okay, I'm starving. I need to eat. What are we having for dinner? When are you coming home to give me dinner? <laughs> essentially, I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially it. It was something to the effect of get your ass home right now, you sorry son of a bitch, or I'm going to kill you if you don't give me dinner. That was essentially what was said. So I said, hey, you had enough. Let's cut this short. Sorry, I don't want to die today. Bane ain't going out like that. So I had to cut it short, unfortunately. I do plan on having him back on. I actually had planned on having him back on um, or getting the other half hour done with him uh, the night of our show that we had not too long ago. Just things didn't work out. I got busy. Wasn't able to do it. But I will have it again. I will have had enough back on the show again. So no worries. Have no fear. He will be back. If you're digging the interview, don't you worry. Now... Before I go and start plugging all of our shit, I'm going to take a swig of Monster for the music man. That's damn good. I got the, I got the lemonade or the Ultra Citron. It's damn good on a warm day like today. Feels good. Anyway, big news on Bane Music's front. I got a brand new track dropping. If you follow me on social media, you know already. It's called On Fire. I've mentioned it on this show a couple times. I think I've even played a snippet of it before. It's going to be dropping within the next, let's say, month and a half. I don't even have a set date on it, but it's coming sooner than you think. And this Sunday... On Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, we are going to debut it. The full song, in its entirety, world premiere, like a motherfucker. It's going to be on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. If you don't follow Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, if you're not subscribed to them, you need to make sure you get subscribed because that's the only way you're going to be able to listen to that song before it drops on iTunes and Amazon, and Google Play, and however else you'd like to listen to it. So that is that. Be sure you're tuned in to Breaker and Bane's Power Hour this Sunday. Do not miss it. Here's some other news. I ain't got no more interviews in the bank. I'm going to have to call some people up if we want to keep this interview shit going. And I think I like doing the interviews. You want to know why? Because it's less talking for me. We'll see what happens in the future. I ain't got nothing planned out. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. Tune in next week on the Bane of Your Ears to find out for yourself. 
<laughs> All right, now to plug my shit, wrap it up, tie a little bow on it, and get the hell on. Facebook.com slash Big Bane. Be sure you follow me to follow any music news of mine if you're interested in hearing my music. Twitter at Big underscore Bane. Instagram, Big underscore Bane. If you want to follow the show, be a part of the conversation. It's Facebook.com slash B-O-Y-E-918. Twitter at B-O-Y-E-918. The podcast that I mentioned earlier, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. It is the mother podcast. You can follow it on all the social media sites. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, B-B-P-H-918. It's as simple as that. Be sure you follow it. Be sure you're subscribed on iTunes or Podcast Republic. However you like to listen to your podcasts, give it a five-star review, or you can also listen to it at BreakerAndBane.com. Clicking on the Network tab at the bottom, clicking on Shows, boom, there it is. Brian Breaker, the other half of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, he's got his own podcast called Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, and it drops every throwback Thursday. For all you retro gaming lovers, it is a badass podcast, and I dare you yes i said dare you to check it out because it's awesome be sure you check it out be sure you subscribe to it give it a five-star review as well and all you wrestling fans out there don't worry we ain't leaving you out we got one just for you it's called the obscure superstar spotlight which you can find same way you're finding the other podcast itunes podcast republic or breakerandbane.com it comes out every other Wednesday. As a matter of fact, we have one coming out in two days. This coming Wednesday, it will drop. And let me tell you, I'm the one doing it. And it's going to be damn, 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 damn good. How many dams was that? I think five, but I don't know for sure. All I know is it's going to be good, and you better check it out now. If you don't like all the typing, if you're not the quickest typer in the world, a very simple way to subscribe to all of these podcasts is simply typing in either BBPH or BBPH Recordings. All of our podcasts will pop up. Boom. Just like that. BBPH. <coughs> Sorry, a little cough there. Now, I'm going to wrap it up, put a little bow on it. This has been one episode where I ain't talked about shit. Thank God for the second part of the interview with Had Enough. I hope you guys have a good day, good week, good month, good year. Thanks to Had Enough being on the show. Be sure to check him out via social media. Be sure to check out any way you can get a hold of his music. And I love you guys. Till next week, peace easy. I see money here, money there. I see money everywhere. You want to share, throw it in the air. And let it rain in this motherfucker. Let it rain in this motherfucker. Truth or jam. Your money ain't fair, you wanna share, go on, throw it in the air and let it 
Let it rain in this motherfucker Let it rain in this motherfucker Bang back in the building, the way the ceiling at About to raise it, don't face me if you ain't feeling it uh. No, I ain't needy, you greedy, I ain't appeal to that But if you're throwing money away, I'll take a little stack Won't bet for nothing if you plan to turn your back They said star status, Alexa, I pick up the slack uh. So how are you paying to you queers? Ain't something I fear, I'm about to be the cashier Cause I see money there, money is so sincere Drop a bit for some kicks, I need a new pair Light years ahead of these bite tears I'm rocking Pia Flyers And I got the fire to burn all your fools We clear? Won't shed a tear for these lanes All they do is complain Cause I ain't trying to keep my bank account the same A lot of dollars in the rap game A lot of ballers in the VIP Looks like it's gonna rain your train I see money here, money there I see money everywhere You wanna share? Throw it in the urine Let it rain in this motherfucker let it rain in this motherfucker Truth or dare, damn, your money ain't fair You wanna share, go and throw it in the air and let it Let it rain in this motherfucker okay. Let it rain in this motherfucker oh, Now 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 let it rain in this motherfucker What's up, bitches?